It's pretty uh, disturbing. Yet he keeps telling everybody he's all right. Yeah, yeah. I got great tape of him, too. All right, we'll do that tomorrow. All right, Fred, you got your way. I'll do my break. He's not excited. Uh, and he just can't hide it. It's the endless book promotion. Howard Stern comes again. Go out and buy it. Go read. The Howard Stern Show. Uh, and he just can't hide it. Endless, endless, endless. Howard Stern comes again. Go out and buy it. Wow, this is a funny book. Hey, guys. Oh, never mind. What'd you do? Did you hit your cough button? I did, yes. Well, oh, okay, yeah. All right, I thought your red light was out. Oh. I was going to have that fixed. You know who I saw in the hall yesterday? I was leaving here. You always run into somebody famous because we are happening. Serious Satellite Radio. I ran into uh, your boyfriend, Rob Lowe. Where are you, Robin? Are you there? Am I talking to the wall? Oh, I am talking to the wall. Where's Robin? In the can? Oh, I see. All right. There she is. I didn't realize. I'm so slumped over in my, my chair, I don't actually look over this computer bank and see if you're here or not. I heard you, and I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder if he's talking to me. You were making duty or uh, pee-pee? <laughs> I know, pee-pee. Pee-pee, good for you. <laughs> Number one. How'd that go? Fine. Yeah. Just wanted to be comfortable while you told me about Rob Lowe. Yeah, I saw him in the hall. Gave me a big hug. Ooh. Yeah. How much taller are you than him? Um, I mean, I'm much taller than almost everyone. But, I know, but I don't think uh, he's that short. No, he's pretty tall, yeah. actually. Because I think about you hugging men. Do you bend down? Yeah, I bend down. Most, <laughs> mostly I bend down. <clears throat> In case they want to take me anally. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but that guy, I don't know how old he is. Boys, he still look handsome. He's getting up there, yeah. and he's holding it together. I wonder if he uses Botox. I don't know. I see a lot of guys are using Botox. Oh, yeah. You can tell in some of those guys. But he doesn't. I mean, he looks natural and he looks good. He looks handsome. Yeah, I was watching some guy on Fox last night. Yeah. Who, you know, he used to have like sort of silvery hair when he worked on CNN. Right. And now he's gone red. <laughs> yeah, because the hair dye doesn't like they, they want to have jet black hair, but it turns red somehow. Oh, my goodness. It was frightening. Yeah. Oh, it's so frightening. Yeah, it's weird. All right, we're going to start the news in a minute, but let me say hi to Jim. We we'll go with so many people on our phones. North Carolina, Jim. Rob Lowe is fifty-five, by the way. Looks wow. good. Looks good. Yeah, Jim. Hey now, how? Hey now. I mean, didn't you consider taking the show to L.A. or had an offer to after WNBC fired you? Yeah, I was going to be the morning man at KLOS, Los Angeles. Mm. Right after uh, WNBC fired me, I had an opportunity to go there, but. I didn't. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind living in L.A. I would love it. I just uh, I just don't want to. I just don't like change. I don't like to pack my bags and go for anywhere for a week. Do you think you would have had the success that you've had at the show been L.A. based? Yeah. Hmm. I think even show. more. I think you'd be mm -hmm. surprised. Yeah. I mean, I knew I had to get the show on in L.A. because that's the mecca for show business. And it killed me that we weren't on in L.A. I stayed in New York, but. I, I uh, forced the company to syndicate me to L.A. I told them I would leave if they didn't syndicate me. And they and were when against. You got there, you took over too. Yeah, but you know the company. I think the company was insecure that if I syndicated, they would somehow lose me. And I said, "You're not going to lose me. You're going to keep me because I can make more money. You don't have to pay me. In fact, I'll pay you." I gave them a cut. So. We were paying them, and that's how we beat the FCC. 
we were paying the company so much money they were they didn't want to get rid of us we were cash cows robin you were not a cow i <laughs> i was i was a cash cow <laughs> When you had that offer, Howard, did they uh, did they want Robin and Fred? And oh Gary yeah, well? oh yeah, it was for the whole team. It was. I forget the guy I met with out there. He was running KLOS, and what the hell, Bill Summers? I want to say was there a guy named Bill Summers who ran KLOS? I don't know. Why is that name popping into my head? If I pull that name out of my ass, must that, mean something. That will prove I don't have Alzheimer, because that happened like forty <laughs> years ago or something crazy, or I don't know, thirty years ago. I mean, have you ever considered yep. maybe instead of Is it of Ralph, Bill Summer? I just put the name in, and it says Bill Summers was the KLOS general manager yeah. from 1989 to, like, some other date. That was my guy. He wanted me to go out there and do the show. KLOS FM, Los Angeles. Hello. But if he didn't get there till 89, wasn't it 86 or something? 85. 85. What is this? I'm, I just zoned out. He couldn't have been um, the guy we're talking about because it was 1985, 86, not 89 when he started there. Who, Bill Summers? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Some guy, I met with this Bill Summers impersonator then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the guy I think I met with. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever thought about letting Ralph, maybe, I mean, uh, excuse me, Beth, instead of Ralph, uh, help you pack or help you? No, that wouldn't go well. No, we get cranky. I know one thing about my marriage. I try to keep Beth out of all that stuff because it would not go well. We get cranky when we have to do stuff like that. Beth would not want to sit there and pick my outfits. And Ralph, Ralph's really good at it. And, you yeah. know, he's into it. Every once in a while, he might make a mistake. Yeah, like forget my underwear or <laughs> oversleep and forget to bring my outfit when I'm about to go on stage somewhere, <laughs> which has happened. I was about to address a huge radio conference, and, and we couldn't get a hold of Ralph, who had my outfit in his room. <laughs> and it was so idiotic. If he had just left the outfit in my room, yeah. I could have dressed myself, but he had to complicate it. What an idiot. I was so pissed at him that day. We couldn't get it, we couldn't get into his room. This is nuts, right, Robin? Oh, that was one of the worst. I think it was like I was out there with Larry King or something. I don't I, I don't really remember what it was. It's all a blur. But I do remember Ralph fucking up. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve, go ahead and then we'll get start news. Hey now, how's it going? Howard? Hey now. Hey, I had a idea to offer up since King All Blacks keeps calling in and giving you the lame phone calls like you guys did with Bobo. I think he should be on a suspension. <laughs> you know, here's the thing with King of All Blacks: sometimes he's really good. <laughs> Today he just was bad. It seems like he's been lame kind of lately, though. Yeah, but sometimes he hits it. So I always, I always he can like... be on a bad streak. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. All right, let's have a Robin song and get right into news. Robin, get naked. Robin, all these years we've waited. For years. For the day when you get naked. Oh, here we go. Let us see your big brown boobs. No. And your the JJ. <laughs> so go ahead and take your clothes off. It's not going to happen. Pull out our cocks and jack off. That's really sad. While you read the daily news. I certainly will. Then just will spray. What? Let us see your sweet behind. Oh. It looks so good. It's just phenomenal. So are your dubs. 
Theme from Laverne and Shirley, right. isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, very jazzy saxophone sent in by Laverne and Curly Pubes. <laughs> That's what it says here, Laverne and well. Curly Pubes. So good for you, Robin. Another admirer to add to that fan club. The bevy, the bevy of people who <laughs> love you. I saw this in the paper yesterday and couldn't believe it. Howard Elliot Spitzer is ready to get married again. He uh, got How some dare woman. You. To accept an engagement ring from him. Wow. Boy, that guy was a really good governor, too. He really fucked up. Yeah. He was so horned up, though, for hookers. And Man. do you think that's changed? I mean, has he... Yeah, probably. ...undergone some kind of... Uh, therapy. ...therapy or something and figured that thing all out? If anybody was kind of going to go for that therapy, it would have to be him. He, he lost the governorship of New York, which he desired. He had finally gotten it. Yeah. And he fucked his life up so bad that I got to figure he said, you know what, maybe I'll try psychotherapy or some kind of therapy. I don't know. I've never heard of him. You know, because he almost was defiant, like he hadn't done anything. You know, it wasn't a big deal. You know, lots of guys go to hookers. But, but yeah. he, he used to lock up hookers all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, he, when he was a, a prosecutor. All right. He, yeah. He was like cracking down on all that kind of stuff, but yet he was a client. He should have been like, "Yeah, I go to hookers. Okay, so what? I'm still going to be governor. Fuck you." I mean, you know, Trump fucked a porn star. I mean, he didn't care. He, well, he's never admitted to it. Well, he paid her. That's another thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. This is like that old joke where you just never admit. By the way, what is Donald hiding on those tax returns? Like, like, why is he so fucking afraid to release his tax returns? Like, I didn't run for governor because I didn't want to release my tax returns. Not that I had anything to hide. I just didn't want to share how much money I was making with people. I thought it would be weird. But, but what is he hiding? He's the president. What the hell could be going on on those tax returns? You think it's that he just doesn't have that much money? I don't know. There have been some speculations that, yeah, he's not as rich as everybody thinks he is. Wow. The other is that he's had some dealings that he doesn't want people to know about. Wow. Or that he's never paid any taxes. There's all kinds of theories as to why. But anytime something hmm. comes up about him, he goes to DEFCON 4 anyway. Whether there's something to hide or not, it's just like, I'm not sharing. Right. No matter what. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Do so you think Elliot Spitzer? So the question on the table is, yeah. do you think Elliot Spitzer can keep it in his pants and stay with one woman? Right. That's the question. Plus, he's an older guy. Now, how old is he? Is he like 70 or something? I don't think he's that old. You know, maybe he mellowed out, too, because he got older and he doesn't have as much, you know, cum in his balls. And they don't have his age in this article. Like, I don't even look at other women. Beside my wife at this point. But you you're know? madly in love and you've worked on deepening yeah. and uh, broadening your relationship to a greater degree. A lot of people don't understand that you could love more deeply than the day you get married. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have believed it. I know a lot of I talk to people all the time and they say, I love this woman more today 
than I I did on the day I married her, I, and I didn't think that was possible. Robin, I love you more today than <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, that's what that song is about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, but that's how I feel. And like, hey, girls, you can be in your bikinis around me. I actually, I'm actually at the point in my life where I'm not pervy. I'm not going to even be looking that much at yeah. you. I don't believe that. I think, I mean, I'll look you over just to comment, but <laughs> see what's doing. But Yeah, let's yeah. not go too far in congratulating ourselves. Yeah, you're right. Because last <laughs> night I was looking at Stacey Dash being arrested. And was, I'm really interested in whether her t-shirt would stay on. Yeah, you're right. I'm not that evolved. <laughs> Sometimes you get a little ahead of yourself. All right. What, what else is in the news, Robin? Roger Daltrey had to uh, step off stage last night wow. because his voice went, and then they had to end the show. Uh, yeah, here's Roger, 1-9. Boy, I bet you Roger was bummed. I love that guy. We've had him on a couple of times. Yeah, he's a great guy. To us, anyway. Well, have you heard other things? No, but... <laughs> what? How about getting a good mic in there? Well, he couldn't talk at all. That wow. was his singing mic. And he's basically saying, I can't go on. I think I should quit while I'm ahead. Wow. What a shame. Yeah. How old then, is he now? Like in his 70s, Yeah, right? they're... All in their 70s. Yeah. And then Pete had to come out to end the show. One tan. Pete could sing those songs. No, he really, really sorry. Roger cannot actually speak now. I don't, apparently, before the show, he saw a doctor. And, you know, he's been singing so fucking great through this tour. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He has been, he's been on top of his game. I'm really sorry that this has happened to you guys tonight. We know... That it's not just about the date and the calendar. We know that it's about reorganizing your life and babysitters and all the rest of it. But we're really sorry we can't go on. When we can come back, I don't know. But I swear to you, we will come back and we will honor your tickets. Hang on to them. Hey, it happens. Roger's yeah. 75. Pete Townsend is 74. So, yeah, Roger's a real performer and he wants to be out on the road making money. I know that. So. Yeah, he he would never stop touring. He was always having trouble getting Pete out on the road, I think. Friends saw The Who at Madison Square Garden, said it was a train wreck. Was that right? What? When did you see them? When was that? Maybe maybe Roger was having trouble back then. Here's Brent with a report. What happened? When did you see him? This was recently. Uh, this was on this tour. This um with an orchestra. I was excited. Yeah, you so, think Roger was having a hard time. Roger was having an extremely hard. Pete was great. Right. So Roger, every song was ripping his inner ears out, mm -hmm. and he was turning because we were in the tenth row. So he was turning and yelling at the sound guy between every song. Oh shit! He was pissed. And then at one point, he was like, "This is what I'm hearing in my ears." And then. Pete Townsend just turns to me and goes, you know what that is, Roger? It's old age. Right, right. <laughs> but he was like, and then there's signs up, no smoking pot, no vaping, no nothing, because it'll bother Roger. It's just, mm. I, I think it's, you know, for him. Was I he singing well that night or not? Ish. 
ish. It was right. uh, it was like some songs he was on it, and some songs he he couldn't do it. He was he was he was struggling that night. Mm. But Pete was great. I mean, Pete, well, Pete a guitarist played. can always get away. By the with way, things. Pete probably could have finished that show. I've heard him sing Who songs. It's not bad. And well, so, there are some he does lead on. Yeah, yeah. he's he sang a couple of them, and he even had to get he had to get a lozenge that he called a throat sweet. Yeah, between songs, and this kind of suck it down so he could sound okay. You know, wow. and, the, and the thing is, like, I know Roger wants to be out on the road because he likes making that Who money, and that's how he makes it because he doesn't write the songs. Right. And and this so. tour for floor tickets, the face value was three fifty. How much? Three hundred fifty dollars wow. a piece. So, wow. and this place, when I say you couldn't fit another person in there with a shoehorn, it was packed. Jesus! Everybody was very excited to see the Who with an orchestra, which is a great concert. Yeah, right. And I saw them years ago when they did the whole Quadrophenia album. Yeah. What happened? What happened to your voice? <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to be like Roger Daltrey, <laughs> and that was fantastic. You know, they're great. Roger Daltrey's on the phone and wants to yell at Brent. <laughs> yes, Roger. I right, listen here, you cue ball headed fucking cunt. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can do or what I can't do, you wet fucking comrade piece of shit. All right. Enough of that. You've taken enough shit from Rappaport. <laughs> right. We don't need another yeah. guy. It was just Brent will, jump, Brent will jump out the window. All right. Thank you thank for you. the report. There you go from Brent, who is a heavy metal fan and as well a rock critic. Yeah. All right. Now, you know how these reporters do these on the street stories, you know, reporting from... Sure. Like Benji and Sharknado. Yeah, sure. reporting from a site <sighs> to make it more interesting, I suppose. Yes. Well, this reporter, I forget where she's from. Uh, let me see if I can see that. Kentucky. Okay. Where Mitch McConnell is from. Right. Her name is Sarah Revist, and uh, she was doing one of those on the street uh, stand-up reports for her TV station, and a man comes out and kisses her. One, wow. two. Who do you think he is, Ronnie? <laughs> but this year couldn't be more different. It's been an absolutely gorgeous day out today, and it's allowing people to focus on the fun, on the music, on the bro. Okay, that was not appropriate, but it's been... Let's just go to the story. Yeah, usually, you know, you got somebody saying something or waving, you know, their hands behind your head or something like that. But this guy actually made contact with wow. her and kissed her. And uh, she decided she needed to speak out about it. One, three. How great would it have been if it was like Harvey Weinstein? Like he's out on the loose. <laughs> now, in his mind, now, in his mind, I'm sure he thought this was harmless fun. He probably thought it would make his friends laugh and that he'd get a few seconds on TV. I personally didn't know how to react. I was shocked. You should have mazed him. But my nervous laughter does not equate to approval of his actions. It was an exertion of power over me, a woman trying to do her job who couldn't stop him. This embarrassed me, and it made me feel uncomfortable and powerless. So why are we doing this now? Why are we showing this video again? Well, I think it's important to tell people who don't know what a violation and all-too-common occurrence this is. Journalists in the field, especially women, again, just trying to do their jobs, experience harassment like this all of the time, and it is not okay. If you want to act like an idiot behind me in a live shot, that's your choice. In public places, you have the same right as me to be there. But when you put your hands on me or anyone else without their approval, that is wrong. I'm with her. 
Nice yeah. statement, yeah. And then apparently this guy wrote her a letter apologizing, one for. She's reading it. You should have just said hit him with a hind and moved on, that's all. Because so many people reached out to me and to LMPD, police were able to identify Eric Goodman. Eric has since written me an apology, and I think it's only fair that we share his response to this, too. He writes, Dear Miss Revest, Immediately after being dropped off at the concert with a bachelor party, where your reporting began, I made a terrible decision with the intent only to be funny, but was clearly inappropriate and rude. After watching the video, reading through the posts, and listening to your explanation, I have found a new respect for how difficult it must be to be a reporter, specifically in this type of environment. I was wrong to interrupt your job, invade your personal space, and leave you feeling powerless. Regardless, your ability to maintain a professional composure speaks volumes of your strength. I sincerely apologize and deeply regret my actions where I allowed immaturity to humiliate you, myself, and many others. P.S. Nice boobs. I am While done. I have jeopardized my integrity. I am hopeful my future actions will validate the lessons I've learned from my mistake. I'm so very sorry. Respectfully, Eric Goodman. I love that she's giving his name on the air, too. Yeah, she's, she's making sure you know. If you missed it, it was Eric Goodman. Eric Goodman. <laughs> Eric Goodman is the guy. We should call Ronnie Eric Goodman. <laughs> Give Ronnie a new name. I don't know. I, but I, I keep hearing about Ronnie's uh, trip to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, so somebody... I guess Ronnie was got first row seats to Aerosmith. Uh-huh. And the first row seats were gotten by Ronnie's buddy. Right. So then um Ronnie's buddy knew the uh, tour managers of somebody, some 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 woman that works for Aerosmith. Uh-huh. She upgraded them right to sit on the side mm-hmm. of the stage. Mm-hmm. And then I guess afterwards she didn't know who Ronnie was or she only knows this one guy and and supposedly she claims Ronnie um Started hugging her and kissing her. Oh, no. And uh, she didn't know who he was, but then the husband figured it out. Ronnie, and that you... made it okay? I don't know. I mean, she wasn't complaining, but I heard Ronnie was out of control in uh, Vegas. You know, Ron. So he's, we should call him Ronnie Goodman. Well, that woman doesn't have a TV show where she can complain. This woman claims you are hugging what and kissing woman? her. What woman? Who the hell? The, the, here, hold on. This is a pretty funny story about you. I got a whole, a whole bunch of reports of you out there in L.A. I mean... Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll read it to you. Tell me if any of this is true. Hold on. Who reported this? That's what I want to know. Here we go with the who reported yeah, who it again. Reported yeah, who shit. reported it? Are you yeah. Donald Trump? You want the whistleblower? You want Check. the whistleblower. Yeah, who reported it? There was nobody there I knew. All right. The manager's wife did not know who Ronnie was, nor did she recognize him. He was just one person in the group. After the concert... The manager's wife mentioned to her husband that one of the guests she helped to get on stage had hugged her too long and rubbed up against her and oh. gave her a big kiss on the lips. What? Wow. Yeah. Did you do any of that? No. She, her, she showed her husband a picture of the guy and he recognized it was Ronnie. Or do you think it's just somebody just trying to get was you? Was there somebody who looked like you in that group? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So you did behave yourself. Wait. Was it yeah, the face lips any... or the pussy lips she was talking about face getting lips. kissed? Up? Face oh. lips. That wasn't me. No, it's not the, I, I met one of the uh, producers or something, and he came over. Yeah. And then there was a, a bunch of people there from Canada I met. You never saw a woman. And he kissed nobody. That means you kiss somebody. 
No, I didn't. I didn't kiss nobody means you kissed somebody. Double negative oh, makes it a positive. Mm, that's interesting. Maybe I grabbed a chick. Maybe. Anybody. I don't that's what guys do. Did you grind into anybody and kiss them? You no. know how you are. You Maybe know. you thought it was one of those oh, people Robin, from Canada. Fake harassment. <laughs> what up? What up? So I can only go off of the phone call that I got. Yeah. Yes. And the phone call that I got was from the manager and the manager's wife. Yeah. And she, you know, she said she really didn't know anybody in the party, but afterwards she, you know, she went up and she said one guy came to thank her and her exact words were, he's a nice guy. She wasn't mad, but he hugged me way longer than a stranger should hug another stranger. Yeah, how, how, how do you know it was me, me Gary? List. What's that? There was eight fucking people there with me. How do you know it was me? Because afterwards she got into the car with her husband and the story was interesting enough that she oh, wanted to relay God. it to her husband. I didn't. Hold on. Hold on. So she's telling the story to her husband, not knowing it's you, Ronnie, in any way. And the husband's a huge fan of the show. And she goes, in fact, I have a picture. And when she pulled out the picture, he started laughing and he goes, that's Ronnie, the limo driver. Hmm. Were you drinking? No. Not Maybe some other creep. Maybe that wasn't. I was my <laughs> night off. See, Did you not see a woman and thank her for bringing you up on stage? No, it wasn't. Her, it wasn't the manager's wife. She was very brought, young and super attractive. No, there was a. Get Rudy Giuliani on the phone. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, maybe something happened where you were uh, turned on. So a young, attractive woman didn't come up to you after the show. And you didn't thank her for putting you on the stage. Yeah, I said thank you. I didn't fucking hug anybody or kiss him. Oh, now you do remember her. No, there was a bunch of people. Man, you got framed. I can't then. remember everybody you got I framed. think. Whatever, you dude. think? You know, she wasn't complaining. She just said, you're, no, you're it, a weirdo. No, absolutely not. She wasn't complaining, but the story was Oh, Gary, for, shut the fuck on. off the with your bullshit. for her to tell it to her husband. Yeah. Why are you yelling at Gary? Because I don't know where he gets his information from. They called from. me. That's where I got it yeah, from, Ronnie. He called they you. called me. Okay. Great. It wasn't Ronnie, the limo driver. It was Johnny, the limo driver. <laughs> oh, different My guy. twin brother. Yeah. So you mean you, you're claiming nothing happened out I of said thank you to that people. That was it. Not, I don't Did even you know his fucking anyone? wife. Did you hug No. You're sure? Because you're a hugger. You're a lover and a hugger. <laughs> You didn't even yell out, show us your tits the whole time you were there? No, absolutely not. Everybody else is drunk. I was the only one who wasn't. Is that right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Because I had to get on a plane at fucking five in the morning. All right. Well, I wasn't, uh, wasn't going to be fucking drunk. So the reports of you being crazy out in uh, Vegas are wrong. Fake not, not, at the, not at Aerosmith. Fake news. Not at Aerosmith. Were, were you crazy Maybe it was else? at the air supply yeah, maybe contest. at the pool at the hotel, yeah. What happened at the pool? I met some people. Oh, yeah? And what happened? Did you swing or something? I mean, what did you no, do? No, there were fans. Of the, I, I was sitting there with some Stephanie. Some chicks got topless? No. What happened? We were just hanging out. Did you yell out, show us your tits? No, absolutely not. All right, all right. I'm just asking. I'm no, trying to find I out what you were so crazy. I took, pictures, I took pictures with these people. I saw the pictures. You got real skinny legs. Yes, so what's yeah. wrong with that? No, people were goofing on you. Yeah, leg. good. Let them fucking goof on me. I sang, no. walk this way yeah. let to him, my let boner. Let them fucking goof on me. So That's what great. happened at the pool that you were crazy? <laughs> I got a little drunk. Oh, and then That's what it. happened? Nothing. Oh, I was you didn't just do fucking, anything funny? Just fucking wasted. Uh -oh. Were you making a lot of noise, yelling? Did you yeah! yell? Did yeah! You yell? <laughs> Show me your tits! Yeah! No, I wasn't yelling. Show Time me for teabagging! No, I wasn't. Well, what, yeah. was, what made you so crazy? 
What do you mean? What made me so crazy? You said you went crazy. With a lot to drink. Yeah. So what did you do? Did Stephanie get topless? No. You wouldn't let her. No. All right. We weren't at the topless pool. Did you push her in the pool? No. Wow. (laughs) Not that I remember. Does it sound like crazy Ronnie to me? Yeah, it was just like the one day I got a little fun. You were appropriate yeah. at the Aerosmith concert and you were appropriate at the pool. I might have jizzed I mean, I, in the I pool. I don't know if I was 100% appropriate at the pool, but <laughs> right. I, wasn't a couple scre- of chicks I wasn't screaming shit out. No. All right. You know. Maybe you hugged someone too long at the pool. Maybe they, you got confused. I didn't hug anybody at the pool, wow. except the picture I took with those people. Boring Ronnie. I might have stuck my thumb in Celine Dion's ass, but I'm not sure. It looked like her. Oh, you went to the Celine Dion, Celine yeah. Dion show? Absolutely not. No, the puppet did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You put your thumb in. Near, far, wherever you are. <laughs> you stuck your thumb in Celine Dion's asshole. Yeah. Wow. I made Celine Dion squirt. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was one young yeah. chick. There was a young chick at, at, the, at the Aerosmith thing. Okay, right. now we're remembering. She was the one who brought us up on. Right. Yeah. She was a friend right. of my friend's wife. Did you yeah. hug her goodbye? I didn't kiss her. Did you hug her? I might have. Oh. Might have flicked her. She felt you cut. hugged her too long. Oh, you must have put her in the Ronnie death grip. No, I didn't. Well, you don't know what the Ronnie death grip they is. All, they were all fucking drunk, not me. <laughs> she wasn't complaining. She just said Ronnie's like one of these guys that hugs you too long. And then she claims you kissed her. I didn't kiss her. Well, at first <laughs> you didn't lips, even I didn't remember kiss her. On the fucking her. Mouth. Give me I a might fuck. have rimmed her. Who's she fucking kidding? How do you know? Did you go for a, a, a cheek and there maybe? Was a, there, and there was a, a, one of the other girls there. Yeah, I don't know who she was. I don't know if she was Did the you push your hips wife. into her? This girl, Nikki, was there. She was somebody with Aerosmith. And she said she was some. her friend was a big fan. She wanted to take a picture with Did me. Did you hug I her? I took a picture with I held her. My arm around them when I took the picture. That was it. All right. I might have. I know exactly what like I did. There. Everybody else was fucked up, not me. For once. Did you hug for a long time and press your hips against her? No. You rubbed up against no. her. Hey, 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 hey. We Unclosed. need to keep you in a cage. I no. know. But. He's like a shark. You know how they have those shark cages? Yeah, I remember <laughs> the girl's name was Jen, I think. That right. brought us up. Yeah. But you did not kiss her on the mouth. No. I mean, she's not complaining. I mean, she's just saying. No, I didn't. You sure, Ronnie? You can say it if you did. I no, might I have didn't. had an erection, but I was a gentleman. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was it. All right. That was the big report. I guess yeah. it's uh, you know, your word against hers. Yeah, I guess so. Right. I don't. I don't remember doing anything else. When we bring you to L.A., should we strap you down like Hannibal Lecter? Maybe. Right. Maybe you might. Ronnie have. was all excited about L.A. because he thought he was going out there and he didn't have to work. That was the other big story. Oh, what do you yeah. mean I didn't have to work? I didn't. You say. were like, hey, I'm going out there as a radio personality. Well, that's what a... I was told, dude. Well, now you're working. That's what I was you told. You should have kept your mouth shut. Now they I got wise give, to you. I now they got you working. <laughs> working. He goes, I'm going out there as a radio personality. That's what I was told. Who, when did he <laughs> said that to you? Yep. That, no, I didn't say shit to you. I haven't mentioned two words to LA to you. Who? You. I get reports about you. And I... Dude... Who'd you tell you were going to be a radio personality? Whoever told me. Hav. I told Hav. That was it. I didn't tell anybody. I'm going out there as a personality. Oh, no. I said you I was must going brag out to there. a few people. Yeah, I'm a confluencer. No, I didn't brag. Yes. Yes, right, you Gary? did. Oh, here he is again. <laughs> okay. I have the picture of the woman that you hugged too tight. Do you recognize this woman? Yeah, that's Jen. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jen. 
She said you hugged her two times. Yeah. Oh, and excuse kissed me. Her. That's Jen. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. How long do you hug I for? I bumped into her with my hug Gary, hug Gary and show me how long you hug yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Gary. Hug him. I'm hug him. <laughs> Let me see. I said, th- thank you very much. Just like that? That was it. Oh, I don't believe so. I didn't kiss her on the mouth. I what don't believe you. But I will tell you, her beaver smelled fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an April shower. <laughs> That's the puppet, everybody. I barely entered her. <laughs> you barely entered her? Barely. Barely. <laughs> yeah, I lightly might have licked her nipples Yeah, I, said, I said, thank you for, you know, putting us up here and all that. That was nice. Well, that takes a while. You were still holding on to it, her while uh, that was going on? No. <laughs> I have to see that picture. I want to see how hot she She's looks. fucking smoking. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah got that's a little, why I know. Picture, yeah. She looks even more smoking than that. Yeah, I got a really? little jizz on yeah. the Lululemons. <laughs> yeah. Gary, show me that picture so I can see who Gary, Ronnie's hugging. Gary, get in here with that fucking picture. Quickly, so I can see who Ronnie's hugging. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know who that guy is. I never saw him. Yeah. He's the manager. Yeah. Well, he never came over well, to me. Well, yeah, because she oh, took whoa, him. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You think he didn't hug her? He hugged her. <laughs> yeah, I said thank you. Yeah. I said thank you. I mean, she Horny hooked, goat boy, she's hot. I mean, she hooked us up really cool. Oh, my Damn goodness. Right. We had these, we That's had Ronnie's I, type. We had these iPods where you listen right off the when board. You, when you thanked her, were you semi-erect? No. No. All right. Walk this way. Walk this way. <laughs> All right, Ron. Okay, so Ronnie says he did hug. But nothing inappropriate. My boner no. kept it rolling all night long. Uh, <laughs> all the inappropriate stuff went off afterwards. Afterwards? Now what are you talking about? Not me. About? I not me. I was quiet as can be. Oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, the rest of the crows. Were, all right, so you behaved. They're all wasted. Behave. All right. You know what it is? He's so masculine, Ronnie, that he puts out a sexy vibe. A sex vibe. Yeah. What are you talking about? The women The women say you, you, I, you're I magnetic. I was trying to be nice to say thank you. Well, be careful. You never know how it'll yeah, be interpreted. I say thank you with my cock. That's all. That's all. Go out there and, and rub your penis. What? You know what? What? People are really fucking weirdos. I swear to God. I what mean, happened? You, you, try, you try to be nice. You say thank you. And now you're fucking groping it. <laughs> Show me on Robin what you did. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> all right. Get out of here. All right. I After believe. the hug, she smelled like pre-cum and mumbo. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing. He douses himself oh, yeah, in mumbo. And then you smell like him. Yeah. That's probably what she, he lingered with her. I lingered because she was, she needed to be thanked properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet emotion. You can't and get away boner. from Ronnie once he hugs you. Yeah. Maybe I should give this tape to Ronnie of this woman being kissed. So. Right. He oh, understands. <laughs> no, that women don't uh, always like that. Well, he said he didn't kiss her. Well, Tuna he said, sushi. but the woman said, why would she make that up? Because Ronnie's so attractive, sometimes they wish he would kiss her. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to her in her imagination. Okay. Right. Uh, remember Pixie Geldof? Pixie Geldof is the daughter of Bob Geldof. Yes. Yes. And I understand that she is a model and a singer. Same as Fred. Yep. Is that right? I didn't know Fred did any modeling. <laughs> He's been in pictures, sure. Hand modeling. <laughs> Hand modeling? Hand modeling. Wow. Well, anyway, I pulled one of Pixie's songs so we can see what she's up to. 
she and her, you know, walking in her father's footsteps. 117 is so strong. Has Ronnie ever hugged Pixie Geldof? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Pixie Geldof. There she is. So now you know what Bob Geldof's daughter is up to. Meanwhile, speaking of singers, we lost the legend last night. Who? American soprano Jesse Norman. The opera singer? Yes. Dead at the age of 74, 118. Yes, here she is singing about Baba Booey. Beautiful voice. And here's one of her lesser-known songs. Sounds like Underdog. (laughs) What moving music. I hate opera. I wish I could get into it. And, like, this is, like, this is, like, one of the best opera songs it actually gets me, but... And one of the best opera singers. That is pretty good. Got any underdog to compare it to, to A.B. it with? See, not quite. It ain't that different. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being serious, too. I prefer underdog. It is not that different. It is completely different. There's no breathiness and no wavering of the voice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not making you're, a joke. You're just. You have a ten ear then. I don't know. I'm underdog. I, I'm saying okay. Underdog's pretty close. No. Sorry. How about this? Ooh. That's closer. <laughs> I like that too. She was very celebrated. Uh, the cause of death was septic shock and multiple organ failure following complications of a spinal cord injury she suffered in 2015. Mm. How old? 74. 74. I hadn't seen her in a long time. I wondered, you know, the moment they mentioned her name, I was like, yeah, I haven't seen her in quite a while. She was a, a New York fixture. Yes. Tom, go ahead. You're on the air in Missouri. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, uh, Howard, I always wondered, uh, I love you, Fred, um, when when you and Beth, like, go out to dinner or go on vacation or or whatever you're doing, does she, does she drink or do you got her yes. brainwashed that she can't drink either? Right. No. But listen, my wife does whatever she wants, and yes, she does drink. Absolutely. Okay. I, I was just you wondering. I got uh, a brainwasher. fuck's wrong with you? Big fan, buddy. I'm just, uh, no, hey, take I'm, it uh, easy. Hey, hold on. Take it easy, huh? <laughs> All right. Let's calm yeah, down. Callers are being weird today. 
like, do I let her drink? Well, I don't even I? know why they would even think that. She drinks. I think she drinks more now that I don't drink. <laughs> She's drinking for you. Yeah. She's forced to watch me eat, so of course she drinks. <laughs> Robin, you were saying. Yes. Uh, I hope this is for real. Because we've had a couple of incidents where stories about someone who was down on their luck and found on the street all of a sudden GoFundMe pages are created for them and a lot of money is raised and then it turns out that the story was bogus because I don't want that in this case. This is a beautiful story. An LAPD officer uh, recorded a woman who was singing on the street. No, one five. Like that. Her name is Emily Zamorka. She's a classically trained violinist who came to Los Angeles from Russia 28 years ago. She became homeless after being hit with massive medical bills. They say that's one of the most dev- devastating thing that can, things that can happen to people. And many people are, uh, have their uh, financial life ruined by a devastating medical crisis that costs a lot of money. So she started playing her violin on the street to make ends meet. But one day, her violin, worth about $10,000, was stolen. She was left with only one instrument, and she started singing. And uh, the officer recorded her. The recording has gone viral. And now several GoFundMe pages have been set up to help raise money for her, maybe replace her violin and get her Back on her feet and back into a home because right now she's homeless. So uh, let's hope that works out. Meanwhile, are you getting ready for the Joker movie? Yes, I am getting ready for that. It's supposed to come out this weekend, but there I'm looking have been forward to that. several reports that people are a little worried because of the amount of violence in the movie. Well, why weren't they worried about The Matrix when that came out? I mean, what? what, what cause it's because we hadn't had a shooting in a movie theater. Oh, I, what? I mean, isn't there as much violence in The Matrix as there is in The Joker? I yes, imagine? but there hadn't been a shooting in a movie theater when The oh. Matrix came out. The last, yes, there was. The, the last Matrix, absolutely. The last one, I, I'm talking about the first No, one. not the Matrix. What am I talking about? That fucking guy, the, the same guy. but John he, Wick? John Wick, yeah. Why, why aren't they nervous about that? Well, I, they're fixating on the Joker for some reason. That's what I meant the, to say. The um, military actually put out a warning that there could be violence. Really? At some of these movie theaters that are showing the Joaquin Phoenix movie, which opens the New York Film Festival on Wednesday. Well, I'll be the honest NYPD with you. says police will patrol movie theaters showing the new Joker movie, worried the flick could uh, promote violence. I, I will watch it on my iPad anyway, when I'll wait for it to come out. I don't go to You movies. might get violent in your home by yourself. You think I'll go crazy? It's going to incite violence. I don't want to go to a movie theater. No, no movie's worth getting shot. <laughs> I don't need that aggravation. Officers uh, are going to patrol at all AMC theaters throughout the city screening the movie. Uh, Albie, you're on the air. New York, Albie. Howard, how you doing, man? All right, buddy. Hi, Robin. Hey, Fred. Hey. Hey, let me ask you something. When you go to California, is uh, J.D. going to smoke pot on the air? 
You said you were going to yes. do that online. Yes. Oh, really? That's right. Oh, cool, man. That's going to be fun. Right. To look. Thank to look. you. You're welcome. God bless you. JD's going to get introduced to pot. He's never had it. He's before. never smoked even a single puff. Nope. Nope. Wow. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. We'll see what happens. We have a lot of plans for LA. Probably 10% of them will happen. But we'll see. That is something in the making. You ready, JD? Are you curious? Uh, I'm a lot of things. I'm curious. I'm nervous. I'm, uh, yeah, there's a lot of feelings about it. Well, we'll see what happens. Got a song about JD smoking weed. Oh, yeah? Let's see. JD is going out west, gonna score some grass. Uh-huh, yeah. It's his first time getting stoned, it'll be a gas. <laughs> and he'll smoke and toke. He will call to get off. He's gonna giggle more than a little. He'll get high as a kite. Yeah, he'll no longer be a dud when JD smokes California bud. That alone will be worth the trip. No, now, what is the delivery method? Weed, like smoking weed. A joint. Joint, yes. Okay. I believe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's save some things for the show, Robin. All right. Here's something you would not want to have happen to you. Right. To have Ronan Farrow looking at you very closely. Oh, no. You know what? When Ronan Farrow get a hold of you, you ain't going to do well. And um, that's what's happening. He's writing a book. And they say a lot of people are bracing for bombshells. Mm. And uh, especially NBC and Matt Lauer. Apparently, there are more women. Really? Who come forward and I think are going to be named in this new Ronan Farrow book. There's a new book out on Ronnie's hug in uh, Vegas. Uh, you know, Ronan <laughs> might want to turn his gaze on Ronnie. Yeah! Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also going to tell the story of how NBC killed his uh, report on Harvey Weinstein. You know, because he had uh, discovered that Harvey was up to things and was ready to break that story, and NBC refused to air it. Wow. So uh, those are the things that uh, we can look forward to uh, in the new book, Catch and Kill. So good luck to all the people who happen to be mentioned by Ronan Farrow in that book. A new group says that eating red meat It's fine. To eat or not to eat, that's a question regarding red meat. A new set of recommendations by experts from seven countries say people don't need to curb their intake of red meat and processed meats like bacon, sausage, or ham. They are now saying that the idea that uh, red meat contributes to ill health and uh Increased uh, cardiac or diabetic problems is so slight that there's no reason to curb your eating of red meat. The John Hine Association put that out. I Hit think that's the group they're talking about. Yes, Ashley. Ashley's on the phone, Robin. Okay. From California, where we're going next week. Hello, Ashley. Hey, Howard. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Robin. 
Yes, yes. I'm just calling. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm a little nervous. I think you guys need to consider naming uh, King of All Blacks Black Bobo. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I love it. Because I'm going to call him Black time- Bobo from now on. Please do because he is so obnoxious, just like Bobo. That's great. Oh, he'll hate like that. You guys are... Absolutely. <laughs> On our phone is Black Bobo. <laughs> All right, thank you, Ashley. I love you guys. Love you too. Uh, Robin, you were saying so. Domino's is hiring a person to eat garlic bread all day. They are looking for a garlic taster. How much does it pay? I'm not sure. Maybe they just want to pay you in bread. but i guess they need some quality control and so they are listing the job it's a legitimate job it has a linkedin posting and it lays out the duties of the garlic bread taste tester and they're just as fun as you could assume basically you spend seven and a half hours eating garlic bread and other domino products and giving your honest opinion about each of them I'll be honest with you. You know, one of the things I worry about retiring is what will my guys do when I when I leave the radio? And I, who's doing that? This is Domino's I Australia. Think, so. I, I, uh, JD just moved to Australia, but as you've said that story, so I, I, you can be sure my guys will find work if I retire. There are more and more interesting jobs opening up every day. Former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was on the. Uh, uh, late show with Stephen Colbert last night. And of course, she was talking politics. She weighed in on the impeachment inquiry against Donald Trump last night on that show. She spoke about news that broke that the current Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, was reportedly in on the call between Trump and the president of the Ukraine. One fifteen. I think if the Secretary of State was uh, on the call, as is now being reported, he should have been one of the very first people to, you know, just say, wait a minute, we got to clean this up. You can't let that stand. But we don't know what he did. And she says it gets harder and harder when you have a president that doesn't listen to anybody. Meanwhile, uh, it seems that a new investigation is being opened up about Hillary Clinton's emails once again. That is being looked into. So who knows what's going on? I think each party is just going to investigate the hell out of the other. Meanwhile, the president tweeted yesterday that if he's impeached, it'll probably lead to a civil war. Wow. And a lot of historians are saying that's a horrible thing to say. Here is Doris Kearns Goodwin. Uh, she is a presidential historian. And she had this reaction to the president's Civil War reference, 116. I mean, when you think about what that Civil War meant to this country, splitting apart literally more than 600,000 soldiers dying because the North and the South could not deal with slavery in the same way, and that somebody might predict that if we go ahead with the impeachment, there might be a Civil War fracture in the country. I mean, it's the last thing you want from a president who's hopefully going to be the president of all the people. She said this is beyond repugnant. Others have said that in and of itself might be an impeachable offense. I'm thinking about tasting garlic bread for a living. What a great job. (laughs) Kamala Harris, who would like to replace President Trump, said Twitter ought to ban him for making that comment. Meanwhile, don't you think Oprah would be good at tasting garlic bread? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they should be awesome. Especially if it's made of cauliflower. Right. <laughs> Robin, back to you. McDonald's is uh, investigating this whole meatless thing. They're launching a new meat-free burger today. Good for them. I love it. I tell you, I know you were talking about how meat might not be bad for you, but I will say this. Ethically, and, and for the environment, not eating meat is a good thing. See the way they kill pigs and cows. It's just, and if I'm telling you, those meatless burgers are delicious. Dare I say better than actual Would John, meat. John is a big McDonald's fan. Would he eat a meatless McDonald's burger? You got to at least try, John. Hit him with the Keep an open mind. Maintain your credibility, knowing what's out there in the fast food world. How you feel about that, Johnny boy? Hit him with the hind. Something tells me he might be in the can or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll pass, but I hope everyone Why, though? But, John, <laughs> why would you pass? Like, why wouldn't you try it once? What if you could not stop killing cows and... Because, again, this, Howard, if I go into McDonald's, I want to, you know, especially based on that but, study that but, Robin referred to earlier. Yeah, but what, but, but that study option. is like, yeah, you can eat meat, but you probably eat way too much meat. You know what doctors say it impacts your colon. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to proselytize, but why wouldn't you at least try it once? And what if it was every bit as good as meat? I would be willing to try it. Right. But yeah, I'm what very... if there's a sequel to fast food, whatever that was called? You Nation? mean fast food maniacs still Maniacs, available yeah. in bookstores everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would really like to hear what you have to say about it. No, I'm, I would definitely try it. I just would go in. I, I'd be skeptical going in. I would try to have an open mind towards it, but I'm right. just very, very So skeptical. go in being skeptical. Who cares? But try it. Yeah, because you're going to have to rate who has the best meatless burger and all that. He's like a little kid, though. He's like, I'm not going to try that. I mean, he's like, well, try it. I mean, uh, no. I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give it a try. Take a bite. See what you think. Yeah. Uh, you're a baby. Justin Bieber renewed his vows yesterday in a wedding ceremony. Hasn't he been married for like 10 They're minutes? They're already technically married, Whoa. but uh, yesterday he and his supermodel wife, Haley Baldwin, Tied the knot in a lavish ceremony in Southern or South Carolina. They were joined by family and friends at the uh, Montage Palmetto Bluff, where the celebrity couple held a rehearsal dinner last night. The Montage, I mean, the night before. The Montage sent an email to visitors last week informing them that they were going to be barred from using the spa, the pool, and a fancy restaurant from noon Sunday until Tuesday while the Bieber party was there for their wedding oh my god can I'd you imagine booking so... your vacation at that place oh i'd be so pissed off I'm <laughs> and like, everything's I really... close to you they can't swim there <laughs> who are you the pope i asked beth again this past weekend to remarry me she said no i was you know you really yeah she didn't want it she says it's bad luck she says she sees all these like couples who get remarried they always end up getting divorced well i was gonna ask you if that ever worked out it, uh, you know uh, there's something weird about marrying over and over and over again yeah i wanted to do it i said listen i'm proposing to you right now i did it in front of a bunch of friends of ours i go i want to marry you again right now yeah or if you want we can wait a couple of days or, or a year <laughs> whatever you want let's set a date and, and she, she said, said no in front of everybody <laughs> And she was like, no, I don't want to marry you again. Oh, my goodness. I said, okay, that's it. It's over. Party over. (laughs) And I've done this multiple times. I've proposed before. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want it. Well, why do you want it? I love her. 
I want to profess my love again. <laughs> and I think I could do a better job this time. Really? Yeah. Okay. But she says it's bad luck. So I'm going and with that. finally, they're saying Kanye West is going full gospel. You know, he's been holding oh, these Sunday services. But they're thinking that he's going gospel 100%. Good, because it's so popular. <laughs> he told that to a group of people at a listening party on Saturday in Chicago for his new album, Jesus is King, a Kanye West hmm. experience. There you go. So here's a little bit of Kanye doing some of his gospel best. 120 is Jesus Walks version 2. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> nice. And that's what's happening.